0: Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one. This one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbury is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real life common sense. This This is 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 Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey.
1: It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Well, hello, neighbor. How are you all doing today? This is the 27th episode of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilberry. I hope you're all doing fantastic. I have had another wonderful week. It's been long. It's been stressful, but I thank God that we're alive. And I want to say I'm grateful that all of you are tuning in and listening. We have had a major uptick in the amount of listeners. And so I just wanted to say thank you for tuning in. Whichever way you listen, whether you're listening at perception.fireside.fm or you're listening on one of the major hosting sites for podcasts. However, I want to say thank you and please continue to share the show so we can continue to grow. Before we get too carried away today with local, ongoing politics and the silliness or the outrage of the show, I do have to take a moment to say my thoughts and prayers are with those affected by the horrible tragedy that befell the communities of El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio. You know, when things like this occur, we look for reasons We look for people to blame and I don't know that any of that helps anything. It definitely doesn't help heal and it certainly doesn't help to prevent this. These are what they are. I know a lot is going to be said over the next several days and weeks, as is always said during events like this, oh, it's a right-leaning deal. Or the left is pointing this and the right's talking about how bad the left vilifies the right because the right wants guns or it's perceived that the right wants guns and it's just, here's the deal. This is a tragedy brought on by sick people and these sick people were going to find a way to hurt people no matter what. This is not a right and a left issue. This is a tragedy that has befell us all. Anytime you have a situation in where there is loss of life that is absolutely nonsensical, it's something that we all have to feel and understand and so my thoughts and prayers go out to the victims their families and the public safety personnel that will undoubtedly deal with the images of these mass shootings for the remainder of their life I offer my thoughts and prayers to those communities and I ask those that are listening to this to get engaged in your community Because even though we look at this as being a national event, and it's something that the national officials will discuss, I'm sure, almost to the point of beating a dead horse. And, you know, I don't know that that helps. But I do know what helps is citizens being engaged in the system, citizens being engaged in their local communities, reaching out and helping one another, taking care of one another, doing right by your neighbors, doing right by your communities, and making our communities, each and every one across the United States, the best they can possibly be. So I just wanted to say how sorry I am for this loss, and I really hope that at some point... We're going to stop looking at pointing some kind of finger here and looking to engage the situation on a local level. That's the whole point of this show. I do want to offer this prayer that I think is very fitting. It's the prayer for times during mass violence. And if you listen and you're a Christian, I ask you to pray along with me. If you're of any other faith, pray along, and if you're of no faith, reflect in the way that you see fit, and we'll get to the show just momentarily. Lord, we are bewildered, more violence, another mess of blood, debris, broken people on the TV screens. We haven't yet recovered from the last. Some of us are paralyzed with fear. We hear about bombs and guns and death, and our throats close up with terror. We fear for our own lives and for the lives of our children and our children's children. We don't know what has happened to the world we thought we knew. We who fear confess our fears and ask for your forgiveness. Fill us with your love, for your perfect love casts out fear. You. Father are with us your rod and your staff they do comfort us and we pray for the people whose lives are truly endangered and who have more cause to fear would you make safe havens for them would you lead them out of the valley of the shadow of death and place into them the light and put them in places of light love, and life. Some of us are incensed with hatred. The wars and rumors of war incite us to start our own. Our instinct is to overcome the good with evil and to take vengeance into our own hands. We who hate confess our hate and ask for your forgiveness. Warm our hearts with compassion and help us pursue peace. Grant us your wisdom as we seek your kingdom by turning our cheek and walking another mile. We pray for the people whose hatred has led them to death. As you did with the Apostle Paul, would you encounter them on the road? Would you, with your very presence, transform threats of murder into lives lived for you? Some of us just feel numb. The rising death tolls spend past our eyes, but our hearts no longer read them. Years of images of violence have dulled our senses. Another incident, we don't even flinch anymore. We who are numb confess our numbness and ask for your forgiveness. Sharpen our senses. Cause us to care again. Even if that means feeling the pain of the heartbreaking sadness, teach us empathy. Help us weep with those who weep. And we pray for the people who weep. Would you be their consolation? You know the pain of betrayal, of abandonment and of death. Would you heal the wounds of all kinds? Would you also, someday, give them cause to laugh? On that day we will laugh with those who laugh. Lord of all, gather us up, your creatures, your world, and bring an end to the violence. Come Lord, Jesus, in your precious name, I pray, Amen. You're listening to Perception Is Reality, I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey, and we'll be right back after this short break.
0: Perception, Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. reality.
1: All right. Well, we're back, folks. I want to thank you for joining me today for this 27th episode of the show. I want to ask that you be sure and share this with everyone that you know. Perception.Fireside.FM And here's the thing. I was talking with my brother, Andrew, who lives in Cypress, Texas. And we were talking about the new listeners to the show. And I wanted to take a second, before we get into the bigger topic of the day... And just kind of reintroduce the point of all of this to maybe the new listeners. In the last 10 or 15 episodes, we have grown quite heavily. And I want to thank you each and everyone who tunes in to every episode. Every single episode, it seems like we grow by just a few more A couple more. A couple 20 or 30 or 50 or 100 more here. And it's going to keep growing because you guys share the show. So thank you very much. But for those that are just now tuning in to episode 22 or 26 or on this episode or listening for the first time, yeah, of course I want you to go back and listen to all of the other episodes. And of course, you can go and listen to those for free. You can click on them and listen in whichever order you so choose. They all have purpose and they all have meaning. But for those that haven't listened to the origin show, I mean, of course, I'm not going to go through my family situation and bringing you up since I was seven years old. That was what that show did. But... I do want to talk a little bit about why I'm doing this. You know, for those that have been paying attention for a moment, you're aware that on August 5th, I'll be walking into a city council meeting as a journalist, as somebody who pays money to the general fund, the tax base in Muncie through my purchases and going out to eat i work in muncie six days a week so i have family and friends in muncie and i'm there quite a bit and i'm gonna go in and i'm going to be asking a council member to resign and that's pretty heavy stuff and and why are we doing this and why this battle You know, I had a gentleman ask me last night, why are you just focusing on Counselor Nora Powell when there's all this going on with the FBI investigation? And I'm going to get to all of that, and I'm going to kind of tell you what I told him. But for those that are just now tuning in, or who have been around for the last couple episodes, the name of the game is Teaching You All teaching those that maybe haven't been, or conversing with those that are involved with the goings-ons of the local communities. Not my local community, or not just this local community or that local community, but all of them. Yeah, we all live in America, and I have listeners that live outside of America, so welcome. And this applies even to you. Yes, the laws of each and every state might be a little different. And yes, the ordinances of each county and city or town might be a little different. But the basic principles are the same. As a citizen, you live in your household, and you either live in a town or a village, or you live out in the county, and so you're governed by your county government, or you live in a city. Maybe it's a little city, maybe it's a big city. But whatever the situation is, you should know who your officials are, you should know what the issues are, you should know what they stand for, and when it comes time for the elections, you should know who your candidates are. And you should ask questions. And you should feel like, hey, it's your duty to do this. And it's their job and responsibility to get involved, to get active, and to make your community the best place it can be point of this episode and of all of these episodes and the entire show and the point of what I do is communicating with anybody that will listen about the importance of being involved and engaged and active in government and politics and honestly it's about bettering your government, your community about bettering local government through citizen involvement. So, if you live in Portland, or you live in Akron, Ohio, or you live in Springfield, Illinois, and you listen to the show, if you live in Luray, Indiana, or you live in Kosciuszko County, and you listen to the show if you live in Muncie or Delaware County, or you live in Newcastle or Henry County, or if you live here in my home community of Winchester, and you have an issue, and you would like help, you are more than welcome to contact me. Maybe it's something that we could highlight on an episode. Maybe it's something that I can help you know where to go, what questions to ask, and I can engage with you so that we can get your problem resolved. I ask you all to help me all the time. And I'm telling you that I'm here for you. The point of this is for us as citizens to work together. On the local level, it's not a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, or other third party mindset. We're not dictating big, national, federal issues. We're not talking about immigration. We're not talking about gun rights. We're not talking about abortion. We're talking about making your community the best it can be. We're talking about police protection, fire protection, snow and trash removal, and bringing infrastructure up to where it should be, and bringing in economic development, and making the communities the best place that they can be for you, your family, your neighbors, and your children, and your children's children, for futures to come. That's the goal of all of this. So you can be a Democrat, I can be a Republican. As a Republican, I can support a Democrat, I can support a Republican. I can want to get out of office a Democrat, and I can want to get out of office a Republican. And the same goes for you. Now, I use the examples that happen to me to highlight the situations that you will find yourself in. If you go up against your community and say your community has some backwards people that don't really know what to do or don't know how to act or say they do know how to act and they're just corrupt, then you're going to run up against friction and it's going to cause some turmoil and you need to know how to handle that. And so I open myself up to you as the case study. Ta-da! This is what happens when you try to improve your government and they don't want to be improved. And so that's why it's important for you to be involved, for you to be engaged, for you to know what the issues are, for you to know what your beliefs are, and then for you to understand where the elected officials fall and how you should approach them, what you should expect when you ask them questions. You have a right to expect transparency and to demand accountability. And you need to know what the issues are at hand. And then, of course, in an election cycle, you really need to know who you support, what the people that are running for office stand for, and you need to speak out for your candidates. Because that is what this is all about. That's part of the American system. And you're gonna take heat for it. It's 2019. When you post your thoughts and feelings on Facebook or social media or whatever other form out there, you're gonna have those people that come out against you. And of course, you're gonna come out against others because the people that you might be rallying against, they've got supporters. You know, that's how it goes. You have two or more political parties, and each side has their supporters and their followers. And we should respect their opinion just as they should respect our opinion. We shouldn't try to shut them down when we're in power or when our people are in power or we shouldn't shut them down through healthy debate because civil discourse is where it's at. That's what our system is. And so, you know, that's what this show's about, and I just wanted to bring it to everybody's attention. I know that my hardcore listeners and the people that have been with me since the beginning are like, why is he going over this again? But I've got so many more people that are listening now, and it's good for us to keep in mind what the mission is. I'm a Republican, and I have an agenda. I consider myself an investigative reporter or a political commentator. I don't know. This is a new category. It's like Andrew said. This is new territory here, what I'm doing. Because I'm not the news. I'm obviously not the first person to have a podcast. But it's the way that I'm doing it. I'm trying to engage with the community. And what you're going to find is... When you're coming up against the people on the other side, they're going to try to dog you and they're going to try to undermine what you're doing and they're going to try to belittle your efforts. And that's how you know you're getting someplace because they're running scared. And so that's what this is. And I want to tell you all, I want to help each and every one of you that reaches out to me. If anybody ever has something that they would like to say and be on the show with, if you think that you have a situation that would help others, or if you've been engaging in your community and you have a story to tell, you are welcome on the podcast. I want to hear from you, and there are other citizens out there that would like to hear from you, and your story could very easily help somebody else, and that's what this is all about. I have my agenda I'm up front with that. I'm not out here telling you that I'm just giving you, you know, straight down the line. Now, I am giving you facts. I put my opinion and my thoughts in with it, but I'm basing those opinions and those thoughts off of facts. I don't do and say things just for the hell of it. I absolutely have factual information to back up what I say. And so, I'm in a situation where, right now, I'm in another battle with a municipal government. I mean, Muncie's got a lot of stuff going on. And other communities all over United States of America could look to Muncie and see what we're doing, what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right. They can look to Winchester and see what we're doing wrong and what we're doing right. And it's like looking at examples. You know, examples in textbooks in school always help you out because they give you an understanding of what's happening. And that's what this is. You know, right now, Winchester, we have a situation where our mayor is getting ready to head off to school tomorrow morning and be an absentee mayor for the remainder of his term in office. He's not out of office until December 31st and he's going to school tomorrow. How ridiculous. How absolutely just disgusting of him to feel that he's entitled to a paycheck without doing the work. Ridiculous, man. Just sick. And we have out-of-control county commissioners in Randolph County that have fired an entire board for the airport board simply because they didn't like an employee that was speaking out about them. See, so here's what happens. When you have officials who are doing right, we need to praise them. But when you have officials that are doing wrong... We have to call them on the carpet and hold their feet to the fire and demand transparency and accountability. But when you do that, realize they're not just going to sit quietly because they like their position. They like the money that it brings them. And no, I'm not talking necessarily about the money they get on their check. I'm talking about all the other hush-hush side money. You know? And so they're going to fight back against your attempts and the attempts of light to disinfect all the crap that they do in the dark. And so it's going to take broad shoulders. And sometimes one person can't do it all. But that's why we are here as a community. I call this a discussion where back and forth we talk and help each other out and give each other guidance and support to make our communities the best that they can be. Now a question that I've been asked here recently is why am I just focusing on Nora Powell? And it's not that I'm just focusing on Nora Powell. It's that what is currently ongoing with the situation surrounding her weaponizing police officers to silence political critics and journalists is a big deal. Here's what's going on. Folks, if you have been listening for a minute, you know one of the examples I've been giving you is about myself and several other citizens speaking out about a sitting city council member for the city of Muncie, Indiana. Now, the council in Muncie is made up of nine council members, six district members and three at-large members. Nora is one of the at-large members. And as part of her other duties on the council, she is currently the chair of the finance committee, which arguably makes her one of the most powerful people in city government. And I'm offering you all that are listening to this all the information about this that I am, because this is a pretty serious deal. This focuses on the very tenets of of the American political system, whether you're from Winchester or Muncie or wherever you are in the United States of America. Basically, what she's been doing, and if you're not aware, or if you've not listened to episodes 24, 25, 26, go back and listen to those. They're very important episodes. But for those that are aware, she's attempted to weaponize a few members of the Muncie city police department and she's attempted to have them either by asking them or by putting them in a position where they feel they have that responsibility to her that they have been running my information and another gentleman's information and Either disseminating that to her, or texting us for her, texting me, sending cryptic messages, and passing around police information that really shouldn't be used for political purposes. And what that's trying to do is send the message to me, Hey, you better shut up because we're on the case. And what that does is infringe upon my First Amendment rights to speak out as a journalist, as a citizen. It infringes upon Audie Barber's First Amendment rights. In his situation, he is a former opponent and is a voter of that district. I'm a journalist covering the situation. And they're attempting to do her dirty work for her And that's not okay. Or she's attempting to have them do her dirty work. Either way, she's either asked them to do it, and I've been very clear about this, she's either asked them to do it, or they are in a position where they feel as though they have that responsibility. Now, I know it's absolutely because she has told them that She feels as though she's being threatened by Audie and she's being threatened by me. There is a supplemental report about an event that occurred two months before the report was written, which is a joke all in and of itself. But that report says that she's been having problems with Barbara and myself. And then they point us out in the meeting. Hell, I didn't even speak in the meeting. And she hadn't been having problems with me. She was just attempting to divert the issues away from her and cover her own ass and make us look bad. And that's, that is not good. And that's something that needs to be brought out. And the reason this needs to be brought out is because currently in Muncie, there are FBI probes looking into corruption. And that's about as corrupt as it gets. I'm not aware if the FBI has been investigating Counselor Nora Powell, but they sure as hell should be. If she's willing to do that, what else is going on? She's also part of the Phil Nichols-Mike White 214 ordeal. That 214 machine, Nora Powell is the queen of 214. And 214 and that level of thinking and Phil and all of that situation is what's being investigated by the FBI. Yes, I know that Dennis Tyler is the mayor and his administration is being investigated by the FBI. I've spoken out about Dennis multiple times since he was the Democrat Party chairman Many years back, I've talked about Dennis and what goes on there many, many, many times. All you have to do is go back through my social media. I'm also currently looking into stories that I will hope to be presenting to people in the upcoming months about this situation. I know that there's still some story to tell and still some stuff to investigate about Tyler and his administration. I am aware of that. But these types of investigations take time. It's developing sources. It's getting information from these sources and then checking this information out. Because believe it or not, people on both sides are willing to tell information that might not be accurate. Now, I'm not saying they're lying. Maybe they're telling something that they believe to be true. But I can't just run with a source and say, yep, I was told this. I have to look for proof. I have to be able to give this information to you all so that we can better our situation. But it has to be factual. So the development of sources talking to sources, getting sources to feel comfortable to release the information, and then checking the information out is all part of it, and sometimes it's slow going. So you have to understand that. Also, Dennis Tyler is on the way out. He is the lame duck mayor. He's not running for re-election. He's not running for election of anything else. He's done. 214, Phil Nichols, Mike White, has used him all up, and he has nothing more to offer them. He has been at odds with Phil and 214 for a while now. He's going out, and so they don't really have anything more for him. Also, the FBI is investigating, and I feel confident in the FBI's ability, and I'm staying out of their way and letting them do their job. More power to the FBI. And I'm sitting back and I'll report on it. Moving forward from them, there's the Muncie Sanitary District issue and the Nikki Grigsby issue. Nikki Grigsby was the administrator of the Muncie Sanitary District and there's a lot going on there. The current administrator that took her place when she was indicted on this corruption stuff is Bill Smith. Now, I am absolutely investigating some of the goings-on into that. I have some sources. I have information that I'm running down. And I have some big stories that I'm working on. And when this information is released, it will be a big deal. And you will all want to hear about it. And for the citizens that are listening to this from out-of-state or from other communities... You'll want to hear this stuff because it's, first of all, fascinating, but second of all, it gives you an example to look for in your community and it lets you know how to deal with it. So it's information that I will be releasing, but i got to get everything in line first. Moving on. Muncie's undertaking fire-based EMS that's still a very controversial ordeal. Muncie's in the process of trying to bring a factory in that might admit poison into the air that everybody is freaking out about and people are for and against. And of course, there's stuff going on, like I said, in my home community in Randolph County and Winchester. And Indy's got some craziness going on. And all of the stuff I'm going to bring to you, I release two episodes a week. That's time for me to get to all of this. But I have to have the proof I need to talk about it. But more importantly, I have to protect the right to be able to talk about this stuff, or none of this matters. If we're talking, and because I'm talking, I'm being harassed or intimidated by law enforcement acting for these officials then they are breaking the rights that we have and not allowing us to say what we should say and be able to say. Look at it this way. I am harping on the deal with Nora Powell and MPD because if we don't have the right to stand up and speak out about an elected official or about all of the officials or about Mayor Tyler or about the Mercury deal, or about the Riverfront ordeal, or about MSD, or if I didn't have the ability to speak out about the commissioners in Randolph County, then none of this matters. And what I'm talking about with Nora Powell and the Muncie Police Department is those people attempting to infringe upon my right to do that. And I have to stand up because I'm strong enough. And you all have to stand up and support me. Because I will support you when the shoe's on your foot. And in your communities, you have to stand up and fight it. And we'll support you from afar. Because here's the deal. If I don't call this out, if I don't stand up for this, then... Next time, it gets a little worse. Next time, maybe somebody gets pulled over and said, Hey, quit coming to meetings. And so the person just stops showing up. What about the 70-year-old widow who might live near this plant they're trying to bring in? And maybe she goes to the meeting, and maybe she hears her neighbors speaking out. And maybe she was a professor, or she's good at public speaking, so she starts talking. And maybe what she's saying is really connecting. And maybe she gets followed, or she gets ran, or she gets anonymous texts. And it scares her, so it shuts her down. That's why I'm fighting. Because there are people out there that this could happen to. And I'm even willing to say that there are people out there that this has happened to that has given up. Matter of fact, I have heard from people that said, Hey... Uh I, I gotta quit. I gotta just bow out of this because, you know, I can't afford to have a run in with the police. I'm afraid of this and so I'm done. I'm I'm out of it. I'm not gonna say anymore. And that's why I'm standing up. I'm standing up because I do want to release more information about Tyler. And I do want to release the information about Nikki Grigsby. And I do want to bring information about corruption out. And I do want to talk about the commissioners firing the airport board in Randolph County. And I do want to talk about Chief Rohde in Gaston. And I do want to talk about Indianapolis and politics on the state and national level because I have a First Amendment right as a journalist and as a citizen to say that. And the attempts by Nora and her war team have been to stop me and stop others. And so this cuts across everything. All of those other things are highly important. They do not take a back seat to this. But this issue cuts across all areas because it's a not a Republican thing. It's not a Democrat thing. It's a freedom of speech. It's a First Amendment right. The very first, the most important. It's an American thing. And it is absolutely important. I want to be very clear to those out there I am quick on the news when it relates to politics, community events, and local government. All around. The last FBI raid, the search warrants, and the two indictments on July 16, 2019. This platform, Perception Is Reality, with Christopher H. Bilbury. Broke that story. We broke that story. I was on the phone with sources at 8.05 a.m. Nobody else had this information, had this story yet. I made my first report and my first comment and post on July 16th at 8.16 a.m. I then spoke to a citizen who I communicate with at 8.25 a.m. And because I was not able to go directly to the scene at that point to get video or statements or anything else, this other citizen was able to go. And she went on behalf of this platform. And of course she went because of her own need But we communicated and we were able to get the information out there before anybody else did. And she was covering the story from that angle. Now, at 8.49 a.m., I made the first report, the first full statement about what this situation was with the FBI raids and the search warrants and the indictments. I made that at 8.49 a.m., Before any of the local papers, reporters came to the scene, before there were any stories in the online version of the Star Press, before anybody from the indie channels showed up from the Indianapolis main TV channels, I made the first posting at 8.16 a.m., I then notified somebody that I thought could get to the scene, because I wasn't able to right then, at 8.25. I then made my first initial post, reporting all of the details, at 8.49, and we had live video from the scene, from that citizen that I called. Her first video was posted at 9.03 a.m. And it still took 40 to 50 minutes for the local Star Press paper reporters to get a reporter on scene and to get a story going about it. So I broke that. So don't question my ability to look into this information or my ability to question or my sincerity when I'm talking about coming to give you people a helping hand and connecting with you in an attempt to better local government through our citizen involvement. And I'm here, and I'm the real deal, and I'm ready to help, and I'm asking for help from you all. And we need to be able to do that and count on each other and understand that it's going to take all of us to do this. It's going to take everyone coming together and doing the right thing. Because if the officials are not willing to do the right thing, by God, we need to. And it's just that simple. It's just that simple. So... Don't ask why I'm not covering something. Chances are I'm looking into it. It just takes time to get the facts because I won't say something that's not correct. That's the other thing that you need to know. If something is out there and I say it, I've done the research, I've done the investigation, I've put in the footwork on it, and I have ran the information down. And that's serious. And I need you all to know that and understand. I'm not just giving you conjecture and bullshit. Because I want to make a difference. And I want you all to make a difference. Because I want my community to be the best it can be. And I want your communities to be the best they can be. And they truly can be. But you have to understand It all takes time. It takes effort. And this is not for the faint of heart. It really isn't. It really, really isn't. It is also not for somebody that is impatient. Because I'm telling you, it's always two steps forward and ten steps backwards. And so it's a struggle and that's why we need to be there for one another. We need to be there to help each other out. That's what we here at Perception Is Reality and this whole platform, my producers, the vulgar poets, Kate and Niles Thornburg, and I are here to do. Perception.
0: Perception, Perception is Reality Reality
1: Alright folks, well that's gonna just about do it for today's show I really didn't talk about a whole lot But I just really wanted to bring together all the new listeners And kind of go over a reorientation of what all this is about For those of you that have been with me, I know you've heard all this stuff For those that are new, now you have an understanding of what we do here Go back and listen to the old shows. Go back and listen to Episode 3 and Episodes 4 and 7 and 8 and 10 and 13 and 22 and 25 and 26. They're all important episodes. The work that we do here is important. I have a lot of irons in the fire right now. I have a lot of things that I'm investigating. I have a lot of sources that I'm talking to. I have a lot of facts that I'm checking on and running down. And I have a good amount of interviews that are in the works for the next couple months. Keep in mind, we are in the election season for 2019 right now. I also have sources that I'm working with and I'm working on getting information. And I have some big stories coming out. But right now, what we're focusing on is the freedom to be able to do all of this. There is a Winchester City Council meeting tomorrow. There is a Randolph County Council meeting tomorrow. There is a Muncie City Council meeting tomorrow. And citizens from all of those communities need to attend all of those meetings. You need to make sure you have an understanding of what your officials are doing You need to have an understanding of what the candidates that are running for those offices think about what's going on. And you need to understand where your beliefs lie. And then you need to be willing to stand up for what's right. And you need to be willing to say, I think this and I'm standing up for my belief. And I'm standing in line with the people who feel this way. And if you think that there are officials that have acted in ways that you don't condone, then you either need to stand with those of us that are calling them out in condemning those behaviors, or you need to be brave enough to stand up and condemn them on your own. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that Mayor Tyler doesn't really come out making statements about situations too often the police chief of the city of muncie joe winkle doesn't come out making statements too often but in the situation concerning nora powell and the muncie city police officers they both did they've condemned this now it's up to the sitting city council members ball is in your court Alright, well, that's another episode in the can. Just kind of a reintroduction to who I am and what this platform is about, giving you a little bit of information about what we're currently facing on the local level, and giving you hope that we can better our governments all over this great United States of America. As I stated at the beginning, my thoughts and prayers are with the communities that are dealing with that devastating shooting in El Paso and the shooting in Dayton, Ohio. That's really close to home. It's very scary. Until next time, folks, I'm Christopher H. Bilbury and for all of us here at Perception Is Reality, I'm saying take care of one another, love one another. God bless you, each and every one, and we'll talk to you again really soon.
0: Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at Bilbury. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember... Perception, Perception is, is reality. Reality.
1: This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.